Hello and welcome to the new episode of Women in Customer Success podcast, the first women-only podcast where remarkable ladies of customer success share their stories and practical tools to help you succeed and make an impact. I'm Maria Skobe-Pile, your host. In this episode, I talk to Anu Duthat, Head of Customer Success and Product at Customer Success Box. Anu is a remarkable role model and one of top 100 customer success strategists for 2020. And today, Anu is talking about productizing customer success. What does it mean to create products about learning, customer success processes, and customer outcomes in order to scale the business and provide repeatable experiences for your customers? This one is really interesting and for me, surely very insightful. I hope you will enjoy it. Let's get into it. I'm very happy to welcome today Anu Duthat, Head of Customer Success and Products at Customer Success Box. Hi, Anu, and welcome to the show, finally. Hi, Maria. I'm honored to come on your show. It's, it's really a pleasure to finally coming down and thank you so much. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation because I know I'm already learning a lot just by talking to you. So I'm really happy that our listeners can gain some new knowledge today as well. Let's start with you telling us a bit about your story. How did you end up in customer success? And really, what is the main thing on your story that you want other people to hear? I think for customer success came to me by chance. Ever since in my college days, I was always fascinated with the startup world. There were some entrepreneurship cells all around our colleges. And we used to hear a lot of entrepreneurial stories. So that was something that I always wanted to go in a startup and, you know, take my journey from startup rather than going into any multinational corporation. So I was fortunate to start my career with an HR tech company called, it was Interview Mocha back then, but now they have rebranded as iMocha. And looking at my background, they kind of offered me a marketing role and I was supposed to get leads from LinkedIn and all that. So I did that for 15 days and then they realized, and then they hired somebody. (laughs) Yeah, 15 days. And they had hired, like they wanted to start customer success. So they hired somebody else and she was also there. And I felt like in 15 days, they did some kind of an assessment and they came up like, no, Anu, you have got a good problem solving approach. Why don't we shift our department? That lady knows LinkedIn well. So why don't we switch the roles? You come to customer success. And she goes to LinkedIn and lead generation. Fine. As long as, you know, I'm in a startup, it was all cool with me because motivation was not, I haven't heard about customer success. So then I think we shifted. And that, because it's one complete alien world for me, I've never heard of this customer because back then all you could hear was all B2C startups. So I think I then started reading more on Lincoln Murphy, on all the resources that were available back then. I started reading about that. And I think that's what great accident made me to come to customer success. That was an amazing accident, I would say. I think the customer success world is really fortunate to have you here. So that turned out well. So I think ever since then, because that was new to me and I'm kind of a bookish person, I like to go by books. I started reading more books on, I think the first book I read was from Lincoln Murphy to understand the holistic of what customer success is. And I think book after book, trying to solve that. And I was the first hire in customer success in the company as well. So really, really starting from starting even the support, 
support function and then scaling it putting intercom and everything and then moving to actual proactive customer success i think it went from multiple layers of understanding and that's where my love for customer success started growing so much so much because whatever i was reading as a part of various communities i was able to even practice it in the job right like actually implementing those few of them and yeah i think that's when the love grew to that level i was head over heels to customer success that i thought i should join a company which like kind of an eat drink everything customer success and that's when i moved to customer success box i can feel that love that you have for customer success when you talk so passionately about it thanks for that so you are now already in customer success box and i wonder because you spoke about so much love what is the most enjoyable part of customer success for you at the moment So I think Maria the best part about being in customer success is first of all you get to talk to customers the real customers the real face of a human where they come to you with a real problem okay and you are representing your company your product everything that you have and the relief that you get the happiness that you get when your customer is successful it's a very high moment of my day when you know you see your toddler just learning to walk i think the kind of happiness <laughs> things get usually but i think that kind of an happiness i see but now as years passed by i think not just now customer success when i'm leading a team i get the same kind of high feeling when my customer success managers are even able to deliver the same thing so this idea of helping somebody to achieve their business outcomes in itself is very rewarding very rewarding for me it's so interesting to listen to you talk and then i just realized well you are the head of customer success and product at customer success box perhaps an unusual combination but very sensible one as you're developing a product for customer success industry right yes. so how did you even grow into this role what prompted you to take on both responsibilities how did that even happen tell us more about how do you deal with those both <laughs> end of the spectrum <laughs> how does it all work it's very very interesting i'll tell you a funny story first my sole intention of coming to customer success box is i felt like if i have to really learn customer success i have to go work in 10 different companies of 10 different products pricing there you know some of have high acv low acv high touch low touch with different regions various complexities and this might just take me 20 years why don't i join a company which deals with customer success and i'll be working with every customer to solve their problem that's where i joined in but when i started doing that job and making customer successful i realized that it's good when we are able to solve this one on one like i'm solving customers problem it's one to one but how great it would be when you are able to solve one to many like i'm solving something which is not just helping my customers but an entire company and all the customers so i kind of had then started getting the feeling of and i used to fight with my product manager like I used to fight a lot so I was like <laughs> <laughs> that's when they figured out Puneet our CEO figured out oh she's fighting a lot like let her give the power to solve this problem and let's see what she does so i think that's when i started looking more on the scalability function of a part where as i said it's productizing the entire experience to a level where it's not just a simple problem that you are able to solve for one on one with the customer why don't when i became a lead i saw that oh my god how am i solving for all the managers and 
that's when this product thing came in where of course being in customer success helps because you know your customer a lot more you are able to empathize with their goals what exactly they want to do and thus with product taking the heart of a product manager i think i was able to, to justify this one to many when you a honest confession i think i'm only good a product manager for customer success box not for any other company because i'm just i just know my b2b saas ecosystem i think well now in these years that i can only pay a part for customer success box not for any other company Ah, you never know. You will see. <laughs> But you know what's so interesting? You mentioned one thing. You said productizing, and I think that's so interesting because I know you have lots of interest in that. But would you like to tell us, maybe for the audience, people who are hearing this whole term for the first time, what do you even mean by productizing? And then, how does productizing customer success looks like? As I was telling, I'll, I'll just finish my thought. Like it's just one too many thing when you're doing something. for customer it's one to one versus one to many why don't we get this product thing into customer success like let's say what is the typical job of a customer success manager every day they do a kick off call they do qbrs their customer come to them with a feature request example even product team wants them to tell their customers about new features all these things keep on happening but as the company scale scale to a level where it is impossible it, it will become impossible for you to train every csm to deliver the same kind of an experience okay not at a product level but even how what kind of an insights you give what kind of a collective knowledge as a company you have how do you pass on that and to scale that entire experience it's very important that we productize now productizing can be very simple thing anja i think let me take your example i am seeing you are productizing this entire you talk to like 50 remarkable females in customer success you could have done this over a cup of coffee and the moment you had ended your meeting it's gone right it's gone the thoughts are just you and with that lady right but just by hitting this record button what you have done is you have made sure that all these knowledge from all these ladies now gets compiled and anybody who wants to start with customer success now can go to spotify and start using it so in a way you productize this entire customer success knowledge same is applicable in customer success when you templateize a lot of thing let's stop there for the moment not because you took the, this podcast as an example but it is very nice what you said so yes having a conversation with someone is just a conversation but when you put it in the format of either a podcast course book ebook right you have now the product as a synthesis of all the knowledge that that exists that is the result of those conversations okay and for me now that's so easy to understand the lessons everything that we talk about it can go out as a form of a product now when you speak about customer success and you already mentioned for example kick off calls qbrs etc so what is the format of all of those activities that you want to productize the customer success process i really like to know now so much more like <laughs> how do you even go about deciding what is the best medium and then what is the best content if you could just tell me more about it <laughs> it's basically you in a job like a uh, jobs to be done framework you figure out okay what exactly customer success manager have to do okay and imagine this needs to be populated to say today's 25 csms and futures like companies growing it's going to go for 50 csms now how do you make sure that every feature request that customer is giving is is reaching to the product team 
So there is a lot of barriers, a lot of people, managers, people, other priorities, customer needs, everything is in there. So how you can do is you can create a medium in between so that customer's requests are reaching directly to the product team. Okay, probably a kind of a form, anything, any digital asset, I think, which is shareable. I think in, in CSB, we've introduced this product ideas. You can just go ahead with products. Any customer or customer success manager can go and submit their ideas. And that's when you make sure that it has reached to product. Now, customer do not have to follow with customer success managers on where is my request. Because mm-hmm. it has already gone to the product team, they will make changes and it gets transferred automatically. The updates will keep on getting. So by launching this small tool and making it accessible, we've now made sure that all the CSMs, all the customers are getting direct feedbacks. Other examples can be... Yeah, it can be a simple QBR example. If you keep it at an interpretation of a CSM, it is very difficult for them to understand the entire ecosystem of a customer, their pain points, where they have reached, where is their implementation, what insights and business value are we giving to them. It's kind of difficult for them to do it for each of their customers. But as a leader, how you can productize this is you make sure that you create multiple templates for different outcomes of customers. Yeah, I wonder, okay, you mentioned product feature requests, for example, and I think it's just great having that tool, as you said, so customer has visibility immediately and it makes them feel heard and valued, right? Because they can have the direct communication with the product. That's really important. When we talk about QBR, how do you create a product out of it so that you still create the same value for the customer as if you would be asking those beautiful consultative questions on one-to-one basis? How does that work? So QBRs and things, what we've done is we first not just went with a QBR PPT. That's I think everybody does. But I think the first step that we did to productize this is to create different personas in the organization, like who should come the details, their jobs, their understanding, wrote this and created a beautiful course out of it internally for the CSM to understand. And it's a simple thing, Marija. It's not about creating a course, which means I think, again, the same thing, just making sure that you write everything down on a piece of paper, you record it in the Zoom and then put it in a kind of a software, which a new CSM can come and just play and understand, okay, What is this entire thing? So it goes right from understanding the personas, what kind of companies they are, what are the different personas in each role? What are they looking for? What product for each product? What are the typical outcomes that they should be getting? And then how it gets adopted in product. So is it matching? Is it not matching? If it matches, what kind of insights they are expecting from you? So you give all these threads into so exhaustive PPT that people usually copy this and then edit. Like they just have to scratch up. They don't have to, have to add things. And any kind of a report that you give, I think as a leader, you have to make sure that it is so easily accessible that CSMs who's delivering, they don't have a lot of pressure on this. They can just go search the name of a customer, take the screenshot, put it in their PPTs. And all they have to do is now the right draw the right conclusions and insights. So... If I have to talk about this entire productization experience, first thing we have done is created a training course on how to conduct QBRs. Second, wrote every bit of it, put it into a course, create a PPT. PPT is so exhaustive that it has different templates for different business problem and business outcomes. Then we made sure because we also use CSB, 
an email automated should go to customer to the right customer they can book your calendar if not system will remind them so you never miss your qbr at the end of that they have a right ppt even after that they have a right form where they can write all their inputs that gets fed back to in the form of a task to example any feature request any new upcoming goal that they have so everything that you're doing is somewhere or the other digitally captured and can be used for further analytics and if i have to go that extent i think the knowledge that customer success managers are getting from customers is getting back to the product and company it's not just stopping there it's the system needs to fit back and in fact we've taken a route where the slide which customers is like oh my god can you send me this so this is their aha moment and we tried to put those analytics right into the product so oh that's my, great so it's like getting the feedback loop right there and the experience is entire product wise I really love that. Okay, so in that sense you are packaging the whole learning for CSMs, you're making it very easy for them and to scale the teams, right? Whoever new joins, immediately they have it all in place, they can easily find what they have to do with the customers. Then again, you are capturing as you said as data points feedback and what is coming from the customers which i think it's so crucially important because very often companies just don't have the system of capturing that sort of data okay i get it now i get it how you do it for qbr as well i wonder what is the customers feedback in general on this type of experiences because it sounds like you're really making their jobs or their engagements with you pretty easy which is very 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 welcome nowadays when everyone are so busy yeah i just wonder what they say on that type of engagement i think practically looking at our customers who are usually the vp of customer success the first reaction is oh my god like can i borrow that ppt you know my team is struggling to put together the one uh, so that's the first feedback but overall it for the customer it becomes very I think it doesn't affect them even if their customer success manager change because they are getting the same kind of an experience and I think that's what I'm talking about when I say one to many it is people driven because people are driving it but it is person independent you see this it's customer success in itself a profession where we're counting on people but when you scale a company to a level it needs to be people independent somebody should not be just uh, if there are change in guards people change their jobs and everything the experience remains constant and we try to add so many tools in between in between to make that so smooth that they are not just waiting for that thing to happen it happens automatically sometimes you know you might have heard about automated journeys automated adoption so yeah. you try doing more things like these just delights the customers to more because at the end of the day they want to reach to their goal quickly they don't like waiting for somebody in this process and i think that's where we make this possible that by removing or automating this processes you make sure that they get to their outcomes quickly so it seems that you have lots of automation as well when you speak about one to many would you also have lots of other digital type of engagement or digital touch points as well and how do you productize that you spoke about qbr process you have it as a product but still at the end of the day your csms are talking to a customer through that deck right do you have some of the processes which actually doesn't even involve csm like face to face or on a call and that are still very valuable for the customers because they are now packaged as a product 
the recent example i would say is we used to get a lot of requests on training part like a new person joins in and they want a training and what happens is you can only talk because of the time you can only talk this much right you can only talk this much but what we have done is we've kind of divided it into into 10 different modules short a 15 minute loom video i think explaining all these how your life would be easy with this with 10 different things and on day one somebody new joins in and automatically email go to them that you know you can get certified with csb on this platform and i've seen there the people automatically goes there to that course they are pro even they talk to their admins and managers why are we not implementing this it now goes counterintuitive and csms love this because they are saving their time and customers are getting educated in a lot more better well equipped fashion rather than spending time so much with them when they are probably ready not ready well i think that's wonderful that's exactly where we all need to strive towards we are in the world of tiktok right few seconds of attention span youtube short videos instagram reels we are happy to capture someone's attention for very few moments what you can do then is how successful you will be and i also believe you can't even request someone to be constantly available for calls and for trainings that are long and you know only 15% of the training is exactly what they need at that moment so thinking it sounds that you're doing really right thing towards making customers self sufficient through your products and you make it very easy for them to consume on their own time at their own pace exactly how it would be the most meaningful for them at the moment it's really the right way to go as a customer if i'm having opportunities to learn in that way i would always go for it why not <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it helps because then once the asset is digitized you can track who's consuming who's not consuming where they have stopped after consuming that video have they actually gone ahead and used that feature or not okay so the more you make this digital and capturable the iterations that you will do like second course third course are probably improving the product itself that you don't need a course at all so that transitions goes very quickly and fast rather than somebody training manually doing things and it's not scalable so anyway let me put it in way the customer success managers are ready to do this they are very people who are clever with their work smart honest but after a while it just becomes not really the right use of their time and their attention absolutely and i also think for all the customers it is so much easier for everyone to consume things at their own time especially now while everyone are remote and everyone are so busy anyway so why to have that another additional training course when they can just do it perhaps during their daily walk when they feel that they are energized and they want to learn something new I do like all this conversation about productizing and yeah I would like everyone to start thinking about how they can package their learning and their value bites into more product well into the product style. Anu I also wanted to ask you a few things about yourself and your career and potentially any challenges Anu so far you have done great things in your career and when you speak about what you do you are so passionate about it so it is just so amazing to see and hear how you are finding yourself exactly at home at customer success i wonder what would be your advice for aspiring leaders in customer success any tips or lessons that they could implement i would say 
for aspiring career progressions in normal CSM starting their job, I think two things that has helped me personally, I, I would want to go that way, is first to understand you choose working with right leaders. Okay, because if you are very early in your career, the right kind of a leader shapes your personality on how mm-hmm. you take business decisions. So, uh, how do you recognize them? Sorry, I just really wonder. Those leaders are so important. How would you recognize that some leader is really good that you should follow them and work alongside with them? I think one of the good ways of doing is good people goes with right mission with their life. They have some mission which they really follow and then when they're talking they're passionate about their thing and you can always I think you get a sense from them on their pedigree on how they talk and articulate and are they really a seller I personally like people who are good in selling their thoughts which means they're able to articulate which means they are able to bring your attention and most importantly they believe in giving back okay so mm-hmm. a person might be great but by asking questions if you are not getting enlightened and that person is able to talk and is ready to give their time to work with you and explain you things. I think that kind of a right leader, it's something that I see in a great leader. And this also have played a great role in my own personal career. Like I had three great bosses so far and everybody has taught me great things and that these three people, now I see my personality and my leadership shows a lot more bit and piss is of what my bosses used to believe in. Wonderful. Okay, so very important advice is choose your leaders, right? That is very important when you are trying to navigate through your career. Was there any other lessons that you learned in your career journey that you would really like to share with the audience? In a way, I would say, so whenever you're doing any work, I always look at by what kind of an impact it will have on the overall company that you are working in your own person. So the deeper you understand the impact of your work, okay, more seriously you take it and more efficiently you do it. So let me take you take your simple example. I think somebody told me for customer success managers, it's very important that they get case studies from customers and it's like yeah it's it's a very normal thing right you expect case studies and because customers are happy you made them successful now you expect a case study but let me tell you how i think about the impact of those case studies so one case study that you get from a customer makes the life so easy because again you've productized that case study into a format of video a letter or sorry a, a case study as an actual the pamphlet and your marketing team really help gets more leads because of that. They to get that video into the G2 and other videos and then more prospects coming in. The same video can be added on your website. So people take buying decisions because of that case study. Not just that, you're the same thing. You can sell out to the other customers in your portfolios that, you know, this company has achieved so and so. And you get more upsell opportunities because of these. So if you look at all these activities and look at the cost of acquisition of a dollar, okay, so if your company is spending $20 for getting $100 customer, this simple case study can help your marketing team to reduce the cost of acquisition, can help your account management team to reduce the cost of acquisition at such a level that if you get 10 of these, imagine the kind of an impact you will have on more bigger SaaS metrics, not just because the case study as a task for your customer. 
from that one to one interaction by digitizing you've made this to one to many where even your new talent comes in and look at your website and they say oh this is exactly problem that they're solving so it becomes so convenient but the more impact you see on all these saas metrics of cost acquisition dollar retention the ones the customer has given you the case study they they stronger with you longer with you so all this if you can impact that kind of sets you from your level to a next level because now you can see from the helicopter view where can this lead to so for young professionals i would say the more whichever domain you are i would say if you can understand the impact of your work to the actual business and their future everything you will try to do i think you'll make it a beautiful thing out of it because now you understand Yeah, thanks you. Anwar, thank you so much for reminding me of that impact. And your example is so spot on. Just one case study, right? Someone's good words about your product and your journey or experience can have such a knock-on positive effect to so many other things that happen in the company. And I think CSMs shouldn't forget that, that even every little value bite they are getting from the customers and every snippet of positive feedback can exponentially grow their business in the long term. And we are indeed in a, in a wonderful situation to have the impact with our roles in our organizations. Thank you so much for reminding us of that. Anu, this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for coming. wonderful reminder of the impact of CSMs and Anu because you're a leader I wonder when you talk to CSMs and our CSMs in the audience what would be your advice for them what is it that they should be developing what are those skills that will take them from individual contributor to leadership to have even more impact on the industry and their company a lot of people talk about learning abc software or abc skills i think as a customer success manager the most important thing that you should develop is the ability to have lot many courageous conversations the more courageous conversations you will have because humans are required just to do that all the sweet thing good things is done by product your automation and what not but the conversations which where other persons are awkward they not want to have it it can be anything related to some customer not wanting to have a renewal with you then having that courageous conversation that okay i get it but what made you think about this decision is there any way i can switch it because we are coming with abc or whatever some team member are leaving or things are not happening the way you wanted having that courageous conversation with the person can i think take you not just from ic to any road it will help you in the longer run i think the more courageous you can be the bigger impact you can have does everything follows after that wow so be brave to have those conversations don't be afraid of them yeah. wonderful anu this has been wonderful thank you so much for your time and for giving us so many insights into really how shall we productize loads of different things that we are working on on a daily basis from our conversations to learning to even customer success processes Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you for listening. Next week new episode. Subscribe to the podcast and connect with me on LinkedIn so you're up to date with all the new episodes and the content I'm curating for you. Have a great day and talk to you soon.